One, two, three. Hallelujah! Clap for the Lord. Amen. Let, let, let's all be seated in the house of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, so we are here and I don't know how long it's been since I said, you know, things are changing. Remember that, Pastor D? I said, hey, man, I think I told Pastor Brother Dan, uh, Pastor D, I said, uh, you know, how long ago was that? When I said, man, you know, the atmosphere is changing. You got to be excited in that worship. A couple weeks, month, something like that. Three, about three weeks. But anyway, you guys feel it. You feel that energy. You feel that, oh, man, something's going on. Well, God, that's God prepping us for that. And so uh, the word is going to, you know, go before it and, and, uh, and help us. And that's how we get that excitement because we have a foundation to stand on. We're not just excited. We're going to have the truth. Amen. So let's pray before we get into this. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for blessing us to be here. We thank you for giving us yet another opportunity to sit at your feet and to receive fresh rhema from heaven. I bind the work of the devil right now in the name of Jesus that there be no distractions, but that your word would go forth and accomplish that which you've sent it to. We thank you, Lord, and we surrender to the power of the Holy Ghost now. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Let me, I'll just give you guys permission to, like, if I'm up here and my thing's all crooked, just say, hey, pastor, that thing's crooked. You're looking, you're looking off. Sinner. Am I good? I'm good. All right. Just so don't, you know what I'm saying? You got permission, right? You say, okay. Oh, yeah. See, oh, there we go. Because if my wife was in here, she'd be doing that, boy. She'd be telling me, pull stuff. I'm good. I'm ready for the global stage. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. All right. Well, um, uh, let's get into this. So, I'm going to preach this word this morning entitled your new normal, your new normal. And let's start with Revelation because book of Revelation. Let's go to uh, Revelation 21, verse five, Revelation 21, verse five. Okay, so things definitely change when you get saved. But sometimes people don't understand how they change and the magnitude of that change. And so. um he says, and let's put that up in the King James, um, Revelation 21, verse 5 in the King James. And he that sat upon the throne saith, um, he said, behold, I make all things new. Amen. Amen. He says, and, and he that sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new. And so now we know that this chapter is, is talking about a new heaven and a new earth and Jesus, you know, everything. But, um, Heaven is, well, let's see, the earth is a reflection of heaven. And so we are prepared. And so this is God showing you. God shows you his nature and his way of doing things through his word. And so when he says, behold, I make all things new. And so I want you to understand that there's newness that has happened in you. And this newness that God is speaking about is not just a new heaven and earth. Because how I many know he's got to have a new people before he does those other things. Amen. And so he says, uh, behold, I make all things new. And that's what I want us to think about right there. That scripture, as he says, I make all things new. And so this word new comes from the Greek word uh, kainos. And what kainos means is as to this is meaning as to form or uh, or quality of different nature from what is contrasted as old. So what does this mean? So if God makes us new, then now it's a different nature than that which was old. Y'all in here with me? Amen. Amen. So it's not a um, new version. I'm going to help you guys. Because sometimes people have a they they call it a glow up or something like that or ain't y'all in here with me where you you gotta like uh they won't redefine themselves or, or what do they call, what's that thing called when people do that a makeover they have a makeover or something like that but that's just a new version 
Come on. How many know it's still you Amen. under that makeup? Hallelujah. I'm just saying. It's still you. You might have on a new outfit or, you know, a new glow, but it's still you. That's not what I'm talking about. See, he says, I make all things new. And so, once again, this, this word new is talking about the, the form or quality, and it's talking about a different nature from what is contrasted as old. And so now you start talking about the nature. That's your very way, your very being. So now let's go to 2 Corinthians. We look at this all the time, but I want to make sure we get this because with this new comes a lot of new stuff. I mean, boy, when you really grab a hold of this, you'll have no idea of the OU. The mindset that you used to carry and all that stuff, it won't even be able to follow you anywhere. And so... He says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? A new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Next verse. And all things are what? Okay, pay attention to the word of. So that means all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So stop right there. And so he says, all things are of God. So what does this mean? All things emanate from God. I want you to be able to receive everything that I'm preaching today. All things emanate. And so that word emanate means it flows from God. And so that means emanate means to flow out, issue or proceed as from a source or origin. And so. When you become a Christian, you don't try to be like God. Come on, I'm trying to help you guys. Have you ever done some things that you didn't think you could really do? But it was just later on you understood that was just God flowing through me. Come on, have you ever been witnessing to somebody and you came up with all these scriptures and you're like, I didn't even know I knew all those. I don't remember even studying like that. Well, you start to think about what God is doing when we're talking about new. And so this is your new normal. When you start to understand if I'm now a Christian, that everything is coming from God. So all things are of God. So all things flow out of God. And so they proceed as a source. So what does that mean? God is the source of my nature. Oh, come on, man. And so it's not something I'm trying to do. If I'm trying to do it, that's a makeover. If I'm trying to do it, oh man, you cleaned up. But how many know you didn't see some people that were sharp? And I'm talking about clean, had that thing together. But then you saw them when they first woke up in the morning. And you was like, dang. Wow, you was... Oh, uh, yeah. See, that's why people, they don't they don't want to do no FaceTime early in the morning now. And they you know, what I'm saying don't be calling me on no FaceTime early in the morning. You catch me when I what put it together. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. See that that you, you might get a new hairdo. Come on, somebody. You might get some new clothes. And you can get, you know, see, people have these ideas and they and what do they do? It's like they do this at the beginning of every year, a New Year's resolution. And so what are you going to do? I'm going to I'm going to get myself in shape. But but it ain't really you. Oh, come on, because because the real you start to manifest right around February 15th. You'd be talking about, I was just drawn. I just, I, I don't even know why I ate those donuts. I was drawn. It felt like that I was just compelled. I was just compelled to go up in there and get a dozen. <laughs> right? But, but that's because the real you, come on. Y'all don't want me to get on you. See, and so it's not this makeover. Let me look good. I'm talking about what happens. See, some people try to have power 
or they try to participate in power. We can have a time in the Lord and we can play some music and and the, the Holy Ghost can impact an environment. It can impact a room. And so you can uh, hear someone and they could be crying out to God and uh, they could start speaking in tongues and men, you'll start speaking in tongues and then the atmosphere starts to change, right? But that doesn't mean that it's the extent of what God wants to do because God does not want you to just be impacted by an atmosphere. Y'all, y'all ready for this? He wants you to bring the atmosphere. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, man. Come on. He don't want you impacted by the atmosphere. He wants you to actually bring the atmosphere. Come on. He'll, he'll say stuff like, you don't need a ham and organ to get goosebumps. Amen. Because I will give, oh, because I will flow. What is coming is going to be uh, emanating from me. Amen. Man, see, this has nothing to do with the color clothes you decided to wear that day. Amen. See, this is not the change. See, people in this world understand change in terms of outward appearance. You look changed, so you probably changed. I mean, a lot of people that look changed ain't changed. Come on, somebody. Even criminals do that. Some of them start wearing suits. But I mean, no, you still the same old, come on, somebody. You still the same uh, knucklehead that was slanging. Come on. You were, you were slanging rocks out there, but now you in a suit. You still, that's still you, though. Because there's been no change. And so that's where people get themselves in trouble trying to step into Christianity because things just don't flow from them. Oh, come on. It did, they, and so they try to do Christianity in their head. And so they think I, I better stop doing this and I better give me some rules and regulation. But, but your nature is supposed to just flow from God. Hallelujah. What? Like I never said that I need to stop this or that. My new nature took over and it just flowed from me. And so all of a sudden, love just flows out of you. Come on. You, you can't try to spark it up. Oh, this is going to. No, no, no. That's not your new normal. And so when that doesn't happen, what do people do? Spend a whole lifetime trying not to go to hell. But when you understand that your very nature has changed, hell is nowhere in you. So hell never flows out of you. Amen. And so you don't when you become a Christian, you don't try to become like God. The very character and nature of God flows through you. And so here's what happens. You are changed spiritually. How many of y'all experience that? And so your spirit is the real you, man. That's the heart. It's at the very core. And so when your spirit is changed, there are just things that uh, you just can't do. Because you change. You're like, I'm just, man, God has gotten a hold of you. And so your spirit, you change spiritually, you change mentally. Come on. When this change gets a hold of you, and your new normal is not to meditate the wrong. What happened? Y'all in here. What happens when it's not just about me renewing my mind. It's about I'm saved. And so guess what I have now? The mind of Christ. Amen. And so I think kingdom thoughts only. I mean, that's just what comes natural. So naturally for me, I'm thinking about victory. Naturally, I'm thinking about winning. Naturally, I'm thinking about, man, I'm on top and not beneath. I'm not trying to pep myself up through some confessions. This thing is flowing from me. You'll notice this, man. I've noticed this about my own life. It's my natural responses. I pay attention to those. And I, I taught you guys years ago that first words carry all the power. Second words are cleanup words. And so what you say first is what you really meant. What you say second is what you're trying to use to clean up and trying to make people think you didn't really mean what you said first. But what you said first came from your heart. What you said second came from your mind. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. 
But one thing I've learned about the heart is it never asks my mind what I should say. Just says it. Right? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so what I've found is that if I'm trying to clean that up, that shouldn't have came out. That is not a word issue. That is a nature issue. Y'all in here with me. That is not a word issue. That is a nature issue. Because you're supposed to have the very nature of God flowing through you to where you would not do anything that God wouldn't do. Amen. Pastor, that's a, that seems like a tall order. I know that's why he sent his son. Because if it wasn't a tall order, he wouldn't need to send his son. But because it's virtually impossible without his son, he had to send him. Amen. And so you are changed spiritually, mentally and physically. Now go to Psalm 82, six. We look at this all the time, but this is referring to your original design. I have said you are God's. And all of you are children of the most high. And so when we start to talk about original design, and so, you know, when God put man in the earth, he intended for man to naturally be like him. Amen. Y'all, did y'all get that? Hallelujah. That when God put man in the earth, he intended for man to be like him naturally. We see some of this stuff passing through DNA, right? With with kids. Kids can sometimes take on character traits of their parent and they're not even around their parent. Or they haven't even, you know what I'm saying? They didn't really get raised by them, but they have some things that have just passed through and and it's just kind of natural. Like a lot of times people have talents you, you you know you meet some kids that are just talented in sports or they just it's like man they didn't nobody really taught them that they just know how to do it and so that's a nature thing that stuff that's just flowing through right Amen. okay so now go to genesis genesis 126 so he says uh and this is where gods that we saw in 82 6 is is little g's meaning we're his offspring his um But it says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth. And so what he says here is he's going to make man. So let us make. We know we believe in the Trinity, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. And so these three are one. And so he says, let us make man in our image. And so imagine this at the. Uh, We're talking about taking it back to the original design. So imagine God in the lab. And he said, we're going to make man now. And so what he's doing is now he's making man in his image. Y'all know what that means? And so that's like if God were to look in the mirror and see what he wants man to look like. Oh, come on. He's going to look at himself and see, yep, I want him just like that. And they they even say when you study this back, it says uh, even that when it's referencing in uh, uh, Genesis chapter two, where God breathed into Adam. He formed him and then he breathed in him. They the studies show that it was like he was face to face, like nose to nose. But we don't see that, right? We think of God as like so far out. And so I don't know. I have no idea what God looks like. Look in the mirror. Oh, now that can be challenging for people because we want God to be something that is greater than we are. That is why they could not receive Jesus because they said there's no way that our Messiah is coming just looking regular like that. They expected him to be something majestic. Amen. But he was that example to let everyone know we are created in the image of God. Amen. And so now if I can understand this, 
This was my original design. So I was made in the image of God. So if I'm made in the image of God, and that means, uh, and also the likeness of God. And so what this means is I'm supposed to be an exact duplicate of kind like God. God wanted us to be walking around the earth just like him. Come on. Parents, especially dads. I know dads are like this. But dads like it when their kid looks like them. Come on. Y'all in here with me. I haven't seen too many moms saying, no, no, I want them to look like me. Most of the time it's a dad thing. Most of the time it's a dad issue. And the dad is like, you know, the dad feels good when the kid looks like him. Right? Well, the way God is, is he wanted us to look just like him. And then guess what? Now, you know what? If you have little ones, they start doing stuff. They start. Then you say, we always want to say they got that from somebody. Don't we? I can't get amen right there. So he, he, he got that. See, he got that from his dad. He look at it. He laughing just like his dad. We want to give him everything. Anything. Oh, he smiled just as he smiled just like his dad. Where is that from? Well, just imagine God, the father. That's how he's saying about us. See, look at he's walking. Just see, look at that. Come on. Holy. And Jesus was there in the beginning when everything is created. So you got the Trinity saying, look at him. They just walking around just like me look at that come on walking around just like us look at they smiling just like us come on somebody they talking just like us watch it listen to this. watch how they command them animals Amen. watch how they steward this whole thing see what i'm saying and so there was a sense of good pride in terms of man's creation because he was pleased with his creation so pleased that He wanted to multiply it. So when he said he was going to make woman, he didn't come up with some new. He didn't go to a new lab. Oh, y'all in here with me. He didn't go to a new lab because the blueprints were already done. And so what he do is he's just going to say, I'm going to pull the woman out of the man. Amen. And so there's a lot of similarities. Well, they had to be different enough. To be able to reproduce and replenish the earth, like he said, in verses, you know, 27, 28 or whatever. And so if we think about this, this is our original design and we're created. It's like, well, what happened? Why do people walk around so defeated? And so they're like trying to get up some slippery slope. Some it's such a struggle to live as a Christian. Dang, is it? Because they're not paying attention to their nature. And so the things that are supposed to be normal. Do you know it's supposed to be normal for you to not even say a cuss word? Amen. Did y'all hear me? Do you know that it's supposed to be normal? Y'all ready for this? This is, I get a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't want to step up to this. But do you know it's supposed to be normal for you not to ever lose your temper? Not, I'm just working on my temper. That's not normal. Wait, I'm working on my temper. That ain't normal. What do you mean? The nature of God emanates from you. It emanates. And so, do you know that it's not even... Now, this is interesting. And I'll tell you, I'm going to show you what happened in a minute. But do you know... That because of the nature being challenged and changed, and, and that's why Jesus had to come. But even a kid, you, you've seen some kids, right, that are innocent. They barely know how to talk. But what happens? They learn pretty quick. They learn how to say stuff like, mine. Yeah. 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 You're talking about mine? Wait, why are you being selfish? It should be natural for you to share. Kids are territorial. And so... They, they even have it going on over there. My, my wife tells me about some of the stuff. But if, if she's holding one of the babies and the other, the other one come up and they just say, me, 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 me. They are focused on themselves. But they're just kids. Then I'm going to tell you something else. Kids be doing some lying. Oh, I can't get no amen right there. Oh, I can't get no amen right. Kids be doing some lying. Where they learn how to lie at like that? 
It ain't like they, you know, they don't even know if you lying, so they don't know how to judge that. They didn't learn that. They, it's a challenge in the nature part. But it should be natural for them to be honest. It should be natural, like, because is God a liar? God is not a man that he should lie. But why do we see these things? And little kids talking about mine and, and selfish and and some kids, little kids can be quite mean. If you, you know, just quite mean. Uh, think about it when they're even babies. Y'all think babies don't know what they're doing? They know. They start crying. And then they change the tone of their cry. I can't see. I'm not. I ain't getting you. They crying. There's a cry like there's something wrong. But then there's another cry. It's like, hey, man, you don't hear me. And I'm going to need I need some attention right here. And you're like, wow, you're straight up crying. And have you ever seen a baby cry with no tears? So wait a minute. They're a baby and they already know how to fake it. See? Where they learn that stuff from, man? I never taught you how to cry for no reason. You didn't get that from me. We're talking about nature. Amen? And so here's what happens. We know that this is original man. Original man had these things, so these things of God were natural. And so, you know, babies were just, man, just naturally good. You know what I'm saying? Kids were just, imagine this. Kids were just naturally respectful. Oh, y'all. Naturally, like, that's just, you know, oh, there's naturally respectful. When, when the nature changes, behavior changes. Amen? You guys ever heard some kids talk back to, like, adults and stuff like that? Or we've, we've seen our culture change to where it's like, you got some bad kids. How many of y'all ever wanted to whoop somebody else's kid and you don't know them? Uh-huh. I'm just saying, I, I, you didn't do it. But you're like, man, hey, man, I'm about to, hey, I will get you right up in Walmart. I will get you on aisle 12. Some of you, you know, you be, you think about it long enough and you're like, man, where's your mama or your daddy? Because they need a whooping too. I'm getting my belt off for everybody. I'm going to put the leather on the whole house. But what is that? It's not that kids are just terrible. It's the nature. And so there has to be all this training and all this type of stuff. But imagine that being natural for kids to just obey. Imagine if it was just natural for kids to be respectful, just to, you know, love their parents and just love their neighbor and all that, just naturally. Well, so we know our original design, this is what God instructed us to do but here's what happens we know what happens with sin so sin cut us off from the life source y'all in here with me Amen. oh and see now what uh so what the church is doing today is they're trying to find passes for sin and keep getting forgiveness but guess what you still cut off from the life source and so it won't emanate it won't god's nature won't flow from you see i'm not trying to build a church full of people that's repenting every sunday every wednesday i'm sorry i'm i'm i am under the orders of god to build and develop a people that have the character and nature emanating flowing out from them effortlessly So you don't have to try to be nice to anyone. You just do because it's in your nature. You see what I'm saying? You don't have to try to obey God. You just do because it's your nature. It just flows through you. Amen. That is what God intended. He did not intend for us to be struggling to be like him. He wanted it to flow from us. And but sin cuts us off from the life source. So now man began to take on the nature of Satan instead of God. Amen. Oh, so what happened? That, you mean, come on. Some of y'all, you didn't mess some bad kids? Any of y'all? Uh, 
Remember that? Bebe's kids, remember that? You know Bebe's kids is a real thing? I done met some Bebe's kids. Amen? But it's the nature manifesting. And it's like, dang. And so that sin, sin cuts us off from the life source. So man began to take on the nature of Satan instead of God's nature. Let's go to John now. John 8. We'll go 42 through 47. Jesus said, now this is Jesus speaking. So uh, uh, we've said this, we've been saying it here lately, but not everybody's going to get saved. Not everybody's just going to be down with Jesus. And you can't convince the world and make anyone receive this. There are going to be plenty of people that reject everything that you say, everything that the Bible says. They're just going to do it. Well, that that's okay. We pray and we want to see miracle manifestation. We want to see all kinds of things happen. But that doesn't mean it's going to happen. But we just got to understand there are people that will gladly receive it just like you. But what you have to be able to do is be in a position where you're trained up enough to be an effective witness so that you can help people so that people don't uh, step into some religious society or some man-made set of stuff and not be able to live in the victory that you are talking about. And so Jesus told them now, so he's speaking and, and you know, Jesus will be rebuking these Pharisees and all these people because he knew where they were for real and where they were coming from. He knew about their nature. And so Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It's because you can't, it's because you can't even hear me. For you are the children of your father, the devil. Stop right there. Who is this speaking? This is Jesus? They don't teach about that on Easter, huh? Or Christmas. Oh, Jesus, he just, you know. All they want to remember about Jesus is the Sermon on the Mount. But he said a lot more than that. There's a lot of instructions that came from Jesus. And so Jesus is now addressing this sin nature. For you are the children of your father, the devil. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it's consistent, what? With his character. Mm. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Next verse. Okay. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I'm telling you the truth, Why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. Man. This is, is was that verse 47? So this is what Jesus said. So now, what what is this talking about? And so, sin cuts us off From the flow of God. So the things that naturally flow. Well, when you're cut off, now what's going to naturally flow? Huh? The things from Satan. And so now, why is it that there are things that happen naturally? Have any of you guys, do you remember anything in your life where you could do that without thinking? And it wasn't good, but you can do it without thinking. Huh? But then, how many of y'all can remember this as well, where you start, I'm trying to get my life right. Anybody here with me? So, you know, I'm trying to get my life right. And so you're trying to get your life right, so what are you doing? You're trying not to do the things that are still coming natural for you. Oh, y'all got to get this. You're trying not to do the things that come natural to you. It is natural for you to cuss. But you are now trying not to cuss because what? I'm trying to get my life right. Wrong approach. 
Huh? Wrong approach. So it's natural for me to lose my cool and I, I've been and went off. How many of y'all don't even tell yourself, but you lost your cool and you was just manifesting and it was effortlessly. Come on, you are effortlessly angry. You didn't need no help. Come on, you was just in your groove. Come on. Church don't like to hear this. You were just effortlessly in that groove and you know, you know how to cut them, man. Come on, some of y'all, you know, oh man, you know how to cut them, man. You cut them. Now, there, there's a, some progression, so all of a sudden you feel bad. I shouldn't have went off like that. Dang, I, I just went overboard. And so that could be some process of God softening your hearts and all that. But I'm talking about your nature. When your nature changes. When your nature changes, man, this is a beautiful thing because it's like, I don't have to try to not go off because going off ain't in me. I don't have to try to and see what God wants. Now, the reason we got to address this, because God wants power flowing from you naturally, but he can't flow power through you if you still got old nature stuff that you're dealing with. Come on. Some of y'all used to be naturally hard headed. Some of y'all came here and, and I was a problem for you because your nature was stubbornness. Oh, come on, somebody. Your nature was pride. And so even though I've been preaching this truth, you didn't want to hear it for a while. Until the Holy Ghost just start putting pressure on you. Why is that? You should be naturally receiving. You should be effortlessly receiving. You should never get to a point where you're like, I'm a little offended at pastor today. Because, you know, seem like. Just driving up my driveway and all that. See, some of y'all have been corrected by God. I know he tells me, you've been corrected by God. You, you didn't like something I said, and you call yourself complaining until you got chastised by the Holy Ghost. And then you're like, oh, okay. And then you come around. And some of y'all have tried to, uh, come on, fact check me. Oh, okay, let me just go ahead and uh, I wrote that down, so let me see. He said it like, let me, okay, uh-huh. And then uh, you get to looking and the Holy Ghost say it was true. Oh, yes, yes, okay. Okay, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And then he'll say, quit wasting time. I wouldn't have him up there if he wasn't telling you the truth. And I surely wouldn't have you sitting under him if I was not using him to minister into your life. If I wanted someone else to minister into your life, I will take you, pick your little butt up out that seat and move you somewhere else. But because I have set you down here and planted you here, this is why you grow here. Now, we preach on the word, we preach on order, and listen, you got to know the power of submission. Amen. You got to know the power of submission. You got to be able to submit to God. You, you can't just think that um, you're just going to come here and do whatever you want. You got to, no, 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 no. Amen. Amen. You got to understand that. And then that way you'll flourish. And you grow. It doesn't mean that, oh, pastor wants to be uh, domineering over me. No, I want to be a pastor Amen. who is obeying God, Amen. who obeys the order of God so that now you can benefit and you can flourish. Amen. But see, it'll be a part of your new nature to re- to receive correction, to receive instruction. It's your old nature that causes you to want to hang on to rebellion. Well, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and rebellion always causes you to do opposite of what God is telling you. And if you do opposite of what God is telling you, you don't get God's results. Y'all in here with me. Amen. Amen. And so if I start to understand this, it's like, wow, Jesus was saying this about a people. He says, man, you're you're acting like your daddy and your daddy's the devil. And so for me, I start to read stuff like that. And I say, wow, it should be natural. The things of God should be coming from me. And this has to be my new normal. And so I got to accept this. And so now God knew our condition. That's why he made a way 
for you not to have to live that way. He made a way for you not to have to stay connected to your old nature. Amen. And so go to Ephesians now. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. He says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to live in sin just like the rest of the world. Stop right there. You guys see the word used to? This is not about, oh, don't judge me. Oh, don't, don't. This is not about, um, I'm not perfect. No, this is about nature. This is about the natural you being changed. And so he says, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world. Obeying. Did you guys ever look at that like that and say, you know what? When I'm in sin, I'm obeying the devil. Have you guys ever thought of that? You say, when I'm in sin, I'm obeying the devil. The devil is my master. You ever looked at it like that? And so he says, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse. Y'all see that? So if a person refuses to obey God, then they are bowing to their master, the devil. That is not. I'm just working on You got to get out of that, man. That's a lie. These people are lying to you. They're trying to change things. And God is saying, this is the standard I want you to live on. Now, what I started to say this earlier, but he wants power to flow through you. He wants power to flow through you effortlessly. He wants you to be able to lay hands on somebody and heaven's power rushes through you, skips your mind and flows in their body and brings healing to them. But he can't do that. If you're still blocked up and you're still working on it and you're still just a filthy sinner saved by grace, well, come on, you're not getting no power flowing through you. And so the world, the whole world is missing out. Amen? And so, next verse. All of us used to live that way, following the passion and desires and inclinations of our sinful nature by our very Nature, we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else. So what does that mean? I'm naturally subject to God's punishment. My nature is causing me to get a whooping from God. Isn't that messed up? It's like my nature is I'm naturally causing God to frown upon me. But we want to understand that new nature to where our new normal and the things that we now expect to manifest in our lives come from our new nature. Next verse. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life. Y'all see that? He gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. So it's the grace of God that saves us. It's the grace of God that comes upon us, even though when we didn't deserve it, and he quickens us, makes us alive, and gives us a chance to live a new life in Christ, which is basically reconnecting to our original nature. So our nature has been changed, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. And so it's not that because I go into a church building or because I wear a suit that I'm holy. It's because I have a new nature. And so holiness is emanating from me because holiness is coming from God. Y'all in here with me. And so it's your norm. And so what does this mean? You don't have to monitor your. uh, You don't have to monitor your behavior. Some people act different and say things say different things when I'm around. I should be able to show it at, at, up at your house and you act the same way. I should be able to ring the doorbell and they say, oh, pastor's here, and you, nothing changes. You should, I shouldn't have to come over and then you like, oh, pastor, oh, hold on, pastor. Hold on, hold on, I'll be, we, we, we be right there. Hold on. Put that, put that, put that. 
Come on, you, what you cleaning up for? Put that, put that on. Just because I showed up? Why? If your nature, see a lot of people are, they are different people at their house. And I'm, t- I'm warning you guys, just by the power of God. This is not about a look good for me, look good for your neighbor. This is about a nature. This is about a new norm. This is about this is what I do because I've been reconnected to my father. And so what flows in my father flows through me. And so that's why I'm not in here cussing out my wife. It ain't in me, man. I can't do that. It's not I'm not trying not to do that. Come on, somebody. I'm not trying not to be a jerk. I'm just not. Because it's not in me. Well, pastor, you know, I'm feeling condemned because I've been going off on people. Repent. Amen. Don't feel, don't waste no time feeling condemned. Who got time for that? Hallelujah. Just repent and say that. You know what, man, I'm not going to do that because that's not, you got to address these things. If your nature is not resembling of God, if you got things manifesting in your life that God don't have manifesting, you can't read it in the book where he's doing that then who got to change? See, it's not God, it's you. Oh, well, I don't know how to do it. Well, Jesus is, this is by grace you are saved. So we didn't deserve this. So now by grace, we've been getting access to a new nature, a new way of being, a new way of living. Next verse. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. For God, for so God can point to us in all future ages as example, okay, as examples of this incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us. Uh, as he has shown, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. Let me see, next verse. God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Amen. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. Hallelujah. But we are, now I want you to get this, for we are God's masterpiece. Come on, look at your name and say, I'm God's masterpiece. I want you to understand, see, God did not give you salvation or access to salvation because he felt sorry for you. Y'all in here with me. This might mess up your theology. He did not give you salvation just because he doesn't want you to go to hell. He gave you access to salvation because you are his masterpiece and he created you for greatness. He created you to do great things in the earth and sin cut you off from that plan. And so salvation reconnects you. So now you can walk in the things he originally planned for you to do. But we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us. What? There's no new plan. But God had a plan for me. But then now Satan tried to hijack the plan by getting me to live a life of sin. But then Jesus came and said, no, we're going to correct that. The plan is still on. And so now the blood covers his life. And so now he can come back in to his original plan. I was supposed to be doing what I'm doing now, but sin took me off course. But it's the blood of Jesus that put me back. And so for we are are God's masterpiece He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. And let's read this in the King James. It's just verse 10. So he says, but we are his workmanship. You ever looked at yourself for that? God's workmanship. God done. He knew what he was doing with you. See, let me, let's look at the positive. How many of you have now, you step into Christ and you feel like there's just certain things 
kingdom things that you can do. You, you, you seem like I'm kind of gifted in that area. Come on. You, you ought to start to recognize things like, oh, <laughs> where people go wrong is they try to do stuff that was not a part of the original. Oh, come on. Come on. See, if you try to get up here and be a preacher, but that being a preacher wasn't a part of this original design, it's going to be a struggle for you. You know what I'm saying? If you were, uh, if that was not a part of your original design, then it's going to be a struggle. And so people are just trying to do everything. But if God's got an original design for us, then it's good for us to lock into that. He says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath what? Before ordained that we should walk in them. That's how you could do stuff. And it's natural and it just flows. But you've got to identify with this new nature in such a way that things become your new normal. Amen. And so. Look, your name, say, I got a new attitude. Oh, man, I got to I got to give you all this, man. I can't. <laughs> Uh, you can't have the same attitude that you had before. Amen. Amen. Come on. If, if the sky was falling on you before. Amen. And it's still falling on you. But you go to church. For what? What you going to church for? You see what I'm saying? Don't do that. No, no, it's a new nature. Man, my optimism is on 10. I'm just expecting every time I step into a situation, I'm expecting this thing to turn out well for me. I mean, I walk up in here, man, and I just expect favor all around because, you know what, there was a time in my life where I was anticipating and girding up for the bad, but now all of a sudden, I'm just bold with this thing. Come on, somebody. I'll step into a situation and decree it and declare it's going to work out this way for me. Amen. Come on. Uh, Oh, come on. This will be normal for you where you'll have adversity hit you. And you say, I'm not doing that. Now. The devil could try to bring something your way and say, oh, no, no, that ain't for me. But you won't be trying to say that. You just do it. Amen. And watch God change things. Amen. It's like we was testifying. So Stacy was testifying in that, uh. Outreach. They're trying to make her pay money for a car. I ain't paying that. That had to come from a new nature. Amen. I'm just saying, because that ain't something you normally do. Just like when they try to get us as a church, oh, you're going to pay, you know, you're going to pay $12,000. I, I didn't, there was no like meeting I needed to have. Come on, somebody. Amen. There was no like, let me consult and uh, how do we handle this? It was because my new nature said, I'm highly favored of the Lord. So I'm not paying that. Are we not paying that at all? Amen. Why? That's your new nature. So you won't accept. So when your nature changes, they could try to bring some bad news to you and say, oh, that ain't for me. Because my new nature. Oh, come on. See how you will have a new attitude. So you're not going to be all grumpy and upset. People that's grumpy and upset. That's the old nature. They haven't caught wind of the new nature and say so they're trying to you still trying to be nice. This thing's supposed to flow from you. If you got to try to be nice, don't ask God. Don't pray about being nice. Pray about your nature. Amen. Lord, I'm supposed to be like you. And if I am not manifesting like you. And so you got to have a new perspective. You got to see yourself in a different way. You got to have an outlook that's different. And so your kingdom vision is restored. Amen. To where now you could see. And so now, no longer are you defeated. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it through the power of the Holy Ghost. We're not going to have nobody in this church that's defeated. Amen. You'd be surprised, no matter how much word I preach up in here. People still through the week battling defeated. Just, ah. You know what I'm saying? Down and out and all that, man. But I'm going to keep preaching. We ain't going to have nobody up in here defeated. And we all going to be walking the way God wants us to walk. So no longer defeated or defeatable. You start to understand 
Victory is in my original DNA. I ain't got to try to win. That's what I do. Because it's a part of my new nature. And so I've told you guys for a long time that your garden status is restored. And so it's like, okay, I'm back in that flow. I'm back in that flow where I don't doubt. So I'm y'all ready to step into things where this is your normal. So you start to expect, uh, see, you just don't know how much power we have. If you can tap into this and start to change your expectations, different things will manifest. I have tapped into this where it was supposed to be a traffic jam, but I, I expected something else. And it cleared up for me. And I flow right through. You ought to expect things like that. You ought to expect ease of things. You ought to expect things working well. You ought to expect peace. Amen. You ought to expect to have a nice calm in your house. Come on, somebody. You ought to expect like, man, the joy of the Lord resides on this house. You ought to, oh, come on, somebody. Some of y'all need to, when you lay down, you ought to expect, I'm, I'm really about to get some good rest. I just already know that. Oh, come on, man. I'm, I'm about to get some good rest because I just know. And see, now, this becomes your new normal. See, your new normal will be, I'm never in lack. So it would be strange for you to ever have a money shortage. Amen. Dang. It takes a lot. But think about it. What if you say, oh, no. I'm always, I can't even remember the last time I had a shortage. Amen. You know what I'm saying? What if that's your, I don't even, I just, I always got more than enough. I mean, that's just how we live. I'm used to living, uh, Y'all know where we're going? You're not going to get there, though, if, you're, if you don't ad- identify with the nature and understand. So if you see things start to manifest, you say, oh, no, no, that's that old nature. That old man is dead. You, man, Satan, you ought to laugh at it. You about, you trying to get me to worry about something? Let me, hold on, let me laugh and give me, give me a praise song real quick. And then that'll start to have you reflect on that new nature so your new normal so we're going to expect so we're going to expect to walk in increase amen we're going to expect to have favor we're going to expect to have uh health how many of y'all expect that man my my youth is renewed like the eagles i'm come on how many of y'all expect that where you feel like man i'm feeling my body come on acting right amen. i feel like man how many of y'all expect your energy level to go up? Amen. Come on. Uh, you, uh, these things are available to us, but they've got to become our new normal. And then anything less than that, we won't receive it because it's just not normal to us. And so you have a lot of normals in this life. Well, you need to make this way of, of this kingdom living a, a normal for you. That way you won't settle For these things that are less than God's best. Amen. Go ahead and clap for the Lord this morning. Come on, let's stand to our feet. We're going to get ready to step out of here in power. And let's just continue to believe. It's all about God's plan. And it's not a new plan. It's just us reconnecting and letting our minds be shifted. Everything new. Everything new. You know, don't you feel good when you got something new? Got, everybody like everybody likes something new. Amen. You feel good. Well, think about it. God's got all new for you. Amen. All new, fresh perspective, fresh outlook, fresh um, things that, you know, you're going to be speaking with this stuff. And it, it's just going to happen. And the atmosphere is going to be a nice atmosphere to be around because the optimism is so high. And it's really not just optimism, it's expectation based on who we are in Christ. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for blessing us, meeting us here this morning. Thank you for the word. Thank you that we are new and that our normals have changed because we're identifying with our original nature. Yes, we know sin cut us off, but the blood restored us. And we choose to Stay restored because of the blood. Maybe you're watching us right now and, and, and maybe you're living in that place where you're cut off from God's goodness because of sin. But all you have to do is repent of that sin 
and Jesus will receive you and reconnect you to your original nature. And you will expect blessings and good things to flow into your life. Church, let's repeat this prayer so that anyone who hears this message will know how to receive Jesus as Lord. Repeat after me. Jesus, Jesus. please forgive me me. for all of my sins. sins. I commit my life life into your hands. hands. This day, day, I am saved. saved. Do with me me. as you please please. and fill me me. with the power power of the Holy Ghost. Ghost. In Jesus' name, name. amen. Clap for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen.